Welcome, welcome, welcome to Welding Wednesdays. I am your host, Courtney Weaver. I'm the director over at WellWVU. Today's recording is a little bit different because we're not in the booth at the DA where we normally are. I'm actually sitting in my home office and my guest is sitting in her on-campus office. Uh, so, and we're recording this over Zoom. So it's not going to be as probably polished as our previous episodes, but you know what? We're going to get the information out there and that's what's important. So my guest today is Jessica Johnston-York. She is a staff psychologist over at the Caruth Center, which is our center for uh, psychological and psychiatric services. So hey Jess, how are you? Good. I mean, you know, as good as, as we can be right now, right? True. They're very unprecedented times. That's the word that I've been using, unprecedented. I hear that over and over again. It's it's weird. It's like we have our own like cultural lingo that is already developed like around this pandemic. It's it's part the the part of me that that majored in anthropology as an undergrad is like very fascinated by it from a distancing perspective. Um, that's my that's my self care apparently. <laughs> well, actually, um, I think I saw an article online that someone posted that people are being encouraged to journal during their time in the pandemic. Uh, yeah. so we can have a an accurate record of like a person's experience during this time, which I thought was a really cool idea. Although I'm not a very good journaler, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I would love to be. I'd love to be that person who's always scribbling away in a journal. But hey, I we can talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's a good thing. Uh, so before we talk about uh, self-care during times of self-quarantine and social isolation, uh, why don't you give our listeners a quick overview of what your role is at the Career Center? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am a so I'm a supervised staff psychologist. So I'm, I'm working on getting licensed right now. So part of what I do is work on getting licensed. Um, I do a wide variety of tasks here. I see clients for, um, individual therapy, group therapy, couples therapy. Um, I do outreach like this, um, you know, kind of telling people about our services. Um, I meet with students for consultations, crisis intervention. Um, Cruise Center also has uh, psychiatry appointments. That's out of my area of expertise, but we also do that. Um, I think that's pretty much all the things. So any kind of therapeutic psychotherapy service is pretty much my, my realm. Awesome. Well, that's good to know. And it's a very valuable service here on campus and a very popular service, which is great to hear so that we know students are, they know about the resource and they're using the resource and that's really half the battle to get them to know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's something we've noticed is more and more students are knowing our name um, and, and know about our services, which is great. Yeah, for sure. All right. So let's talk about what everyone's talking about. So originally to our listeners are, you know, uh, really dedicated listeners of three people that I probably know personally. Uh, we, <laughs> we had actually a really cool plan to talk about Harry Potter and metaphors for depression and anxiety that are sort of laid out within that series. I'm disappointed that we're not going to talk about that. We will eventually, because I yeah, love Harry we'll, Potter. We'll definitely geek out on Harry Potter at some yeah, point, for we'll sure. Definitely, yeah, we'll definitely. But we think what's of more use to uh, the folks in the WVU community right now is to talk about self-care during this really uncertain time with this coronavirus pandemic that's occurring worldwide. 
um, not just here in the United States. You know, there are more and more states um, are, their governors are stepping forward and saying, hey, you know what, we're closing schools, we're closing bars and restaurants. Uh, California just today said, everyone in the state, stay at home, uh, yeah. unless you are an essential worker. So folks are spending a lot of time in close quarters, sometimes with their families, but sometimes by themselves. Um, you know, with education moving online and there's gonna be a lot of screen time that's happening. And while I think screen time is valuable in some respects, you don't wanna spend your entire day on a screen either. Uh, and you wanna take care of yourself with that stress and anxiety that you might be experiencing with this pandemic happening. So Jessica, what do you think or what are your ideas for how people can take care of themselves during this time? Yeah, so I would say um, trying to fall back on, he, you already have really great self-care strategies that you do. You're already pretty resilient people, I'm guessing, right? Um, there are things that, that you typically do to take care of yourself, and you just got to think, how can I either continue to do that or slightly adapt that to where I'm at now? Um, so if you know, like me, if I don't get a certain number of hours of sleep, I am going to be a cranky person all day, get yourself on schedule. Like, yeah, you're, you're maybe in a different setting. Maybe you're back home, like with family and their wake up and bedtime routine is really different from yours. Try and get back on your normal schedule, um, so that you can get the number of hours of sleep that you need to be a functional person. Um, you know, what else is really important to your routine? If you're, you know, an exercise gym person, I'm not, but if, if that's you, yeah, you can't go to the gyms right now. And that's really difficult for a lot of folks. Um, so maybe you need to adjust by thinking, okay, I'm going to, um, look up some online weightlifting videos and do my weights at home. Maybe I'm going to do a yoga video. Um, there's different things that, that you can do to slightly adjust, but, um, Courtney, I really like that you talked earlier about the wellness wheel. And I think that's a great thing to think about is where am I on that wellness wheel? What, what do I normally use for self-care and how can I pull that out now? Right. I think there's also that uh, idea that self-care is this really fancy thing. Like self-care is a day at the spa. <laughs> and well, yeah, so <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and well, you know, for some that is the case, but for others, that's often like financially beyond their reach, or they don't enjoy those types of activities. And I, I think it's important to note that sometimes self care can be really ugly. Um, it can be like forcing yourself to go to bed at a certain time and wake up at a certain time, uh, making yourself learn how to cook so that you can make uh, balanced <laughs> meals. Um, you know, like cutting toxic people out of your life. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially if they're starting to impact your mental health. Um, so I think it's always important to note that it's not just a face mask. It can be. Uh, and that oftentimes self-care is prescribed as kind of feminine, uh, mm -hmm. but really every person needs that self-care uh, and that everyone needs to find out what works for them. Uh, and so something that the wellness folks are working on, not just at the Cruise Center and Well WVU, but also with Campus Recreation, Adventure West Virginia, and Collegiate Recoveries, we're sort of coming together and seeing what we can do to make sure that students are well during this time. And actually not just students, because faculty and staff also are working online, like we're yeah. doing right now. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not used to sitting in my apartment all day staring at my computer screen you know yeah. when you have a meeting at work 
you walk to that meeting and you see other people face to face and you have that human interaction. And here you kind of have human interaction with video chats, but it's not the same. Uh, and so being saying, hey, let's get up every 10 you know, not every 10 minutes, that would be a lot, but, um, you know, get out of that chair every, at least every hour, even if it's just to walk around the parking lot of your apartment complex, like I do, um, <laughs> or, or just to do like jumping jacks or to just read something that's not on a computer screen for a few minutes can be really, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Courtney, the struggle is real for us extroverts because if we're trapped alone at home and no social interaction, it's rough. So yeah, you gotta you gotta get a little creative now. Yeah, yeah you do. And it's funny because I'm an introvert, so it's actually not too bad. And yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I actually felt like peopled out, which is funny because um, I had a lot of like different Zoom meetings and I. I talked with a friend of mine who you know lives out of the country and while well, we both took a walk which was really nice um but it was it was a lot of social interaction so it was just odd for me yeah. to feel people out but I actually did see another person <laughs> like in physically but yeah I think that that goes to show that even if your interactions are more virtual now it still is a social interaction so don't don't undervalue that um, and so, yeah, if your self-care is, I need some time to check out and be alone, like you can still, <laughs> even though you're alone in your quarantine, you can still need that alone time and that is fine. Right. And if you're a social person. You need to talk to your people. Like we live in a very online age where there's so many ways to do that, you know? get on Discord and play video games with your friends, you know, get, get on Zoom and, and meet with a bunch of people at the same time. You know, there's, there's lots of things that you can do. And I think what's really cool is that there are a lot of artists who, and uh, other folks in like the art community who are really bringing some stuff to the surface that you wouldn't see before. Like so many musicians are live streaming concerts that they're just playing yeah. in their, you know, in their living rooms every night. And you can go on, you know, virtual tours of museums and they're actually on YouTube. You can find uh, Disneyland rides that you can technically experience, which aren't technically sanctioned. I think it's just someone who's <laughs> it as they ride it themselves, but it's still, it's still pretty cool. But then there's also those things that we can do that aren't related um, to the internet or anything related to a computer. Because, you know, you can bust out that, you know, 3,000 piece jigsaw puzzle that you've had for, you know, <laughs> six years that someone gave to you as a random gift once. <laughs> uh, and you can challenge yourself to, to put that together. Uh, you could read a book. I'm a big reader. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, that's and a book that's not related to school necessarily. Because I mean, students are going to be reading all the textbooks, but um, you know, maybe there's. I know I have a lot of books, like physical books, that I own that I actually haven't read. Uh, so this would be a great time for that to happen as well. But the point is, you need to figure out what makes you feel good, so that you do it. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. this time, because I think one of the the challenging parts is that we don't know how long this will last. Yeah, I think that's, and that's the toughest thing is that we're really bad about tolerating ambiguity, about being uncomfortable with the unknown. So anything you can do to reassure yourself and take care of yourself now is, is really important to help manage that, that anxiety of like, this is outside of my control and I can't, 
I can't entirely plan or anticipate what this is going to look like. Right. And that's, that's a really tough um, kind of concept for folks to grapple with. Uh, yeah. It's tough for me to grapple with. <laughs> me as well. Um, so we have to adjust to this kind of new normal and work through it as best we can. Uh, and something else that we want to make sure that folks are doing is that we're, we're heeding those warnings that we're getting from our public health professionals and from our government, um, both local, state, and federal. That's really limiting our gathering together um, and really practicing social distancing, so staying at least six feet apart. And if you're feeling not feeling well, that you don't go out into public spaces, if at all possible, um, because that's what that's also going to help slow the spread of this virus. And you know, every day you hear more and more reports of more cases coming up because testing is also being made more available, which is good. Um, but you need to do your part. And I know that's tough because it's technically still spring break. Uh, and there are certain activities that folks like to do during spring break, but hopefully there'll be more spring breaks and you can <laughs> sacrifice your good time now uh, for the good of the public health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, we'll all get through it. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's a good point is that like, there are a lot of things that are outside our control, but there are identifiable, measurable things that like you can do. Like you can wash your hands vigorously for at least 20 seconds, sing your favorite pop song to like make sure that you're doing your part. You can avoid touching your face, stay home if you're sick. Like th these are things that are within your control that can help you feel empowered. Um, and yeah, it sucks when like, so many things are canceled, but like life isn't canceled. So you still like think about the things that you still have that you can still do. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful that I have a job that I love that I, I can still do from home. Um, Cause I have family members who, who are out of a job now because of, of the times, you know? Um, so trying, trying to be grateful too is, is my self care. Yeah. That's, that's also a good practice. There, yeah, there are just so many things, and I think everyone working in student life is is trying to come together to still best serve our students and provide those resources or activities that they can do to, to help cope and to still help them succeed academically, because that's what's important. Uh, and so really, when we talk about uh, this topic, this really would be our moment in pop culture. With the <laughs> this whole episode was a moment in pop culture. Um, so thank you, Jess, for joining us because our time is about up. So we chatted for 15 minutes about this. Um, stick with us. We're going to record more episodes from the comfort of my desk chair in my spare bedroom and <laughs> using Zoom. Uh, so thank you all. This has been Wellbeing Wednesdays, and we will catch you next time.